The topic for today is the science behind gentle, respectful parenting with understanding, behind gentle parenting. So if you want to do this parenting style and then maybe you have skeptical spouses or mother-in-laws or relatives that tell you, show me the evidence, show me the science that this parenting style works, um, they may have their reasons why maybe spanking works or timeout works and then you are not sure what to respond. This is the episode for you because I'm going to walk you step by step. We're going to talk about how nervous system science supports gentle parenting, how brain science supports gentle parenting, how attachment science supports gentle parenting. So when those people come to you and say, show me the evidence, show me the studies, show me what science has said about you respecting your kids, you know how to answer them. And number two, so you know that science supports the way that you decided to, to raise your children with respect, breaking your cycle, your generational cycle of punishment, of bribes, of yelling. You're doing a great thing and science supports that. So before we go there, my name is Marcela Collier. I'm the CEO of HIC Parenting Education Agency. And as HIC parenting coaches help our clients, our parenting coaching clients, at the light of science, transform their family dynamic, the way that they talk and communicate with their children, the way that they resolve conflict in their family, the way that they discipline and teach positive behavior to their kids based on brain science, attachment science, nervous system science, emotional intelligence, the Parenting with Understanding program, which is this 14-week process that every, every, every week we walk parents through, is a delight of science. So if you want to start your process with the help of your parenting coach to go from I know gentle parenting, but it's hard to apply. The execution of it is just hard. I need more than just a TikTok or a podcast. I need direct guidance. Then there is a application in the description of this podcast episode, or if you're watching on YouTube, just open the description of the video and there is an application for you to fill it out. So our team gets to know about your needs, your goals, and then if you do qualify, we will show you our calendar where you get to book a free discovery call where we get to see and answer your questions about working with one of our HIC parenting coaches. Okay, so let's talk about what brain science says about gentle parenting. I'm Rachel. And I'm Marcela. And you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting, to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Cynthia is one of our clients in HIC Parenting Education. And when then she came to us, her main concern was, I want to stop spanking my daughter. And sometimes I feel like, what else? If it is not that, 
what what else when things get tough when she's not listening when things when it gets to a point that talking gently didn't work and my family members are already telling me that this is not working that this parenting style is permissive that was her main concern when she came to HIC parenting education she was receiving all her parenting education with through TikToks through books and then once she started working with her parenting coach, she learned how to get to her daughter and gain her cooperation peacefully using brain science principles, attachment science principles, and nervous system science principles. And that's what we're going to talk about today, today, today. And yes, after the 14 weeks, after the every week she met with her coach, she learned to understand herself and her daughter to the core. And now she's saying that she doesn't even remember the last time she spanked. She got rid of the chancla. She comes from a traditional Latino parenting household. And then she says that even her parents are acknowledging how, how well her child communicates and relates to others. And she's not doing chancla anymore. She's not throwing the flip-flop uh, at her daughter anymore. And then I feel just feel so proud. So it is important for us, even if as parents, even if we are not um, behavioral health or mental health professionals, even if we don't have a degree on child development, because we are raising children, it's important for us to have a basic understanding about how they function developmentally in terms of their brain maturity and in terms of the attachment that they are building with us. So let's talk about attachment science first. So attachment, as many people think, is not what many people think. Many people think that attachment is a child just being right next to you on your hip. And then people say, I do attachment parenting and they just wear their babies and their toddlers around the house. That's not attachment. So attachment, according to attachment science, is how safe and unsafe I perceive close relationships with others how safe and unsafe I perceive my, the relationship that I have with my parents. And that's how, that's how attachment is formed. It's formed in the first three years of childhood. And then after three years, you form what they called attachment style. So there is secure attachment and there is insecure attachment. And this is, being, this is formed according how our parents responded to our big emotions, responded to our emotional storms, how well they managed their own triggers, how well they, they, how safe we felt when things felt like falling apart inside of us, how well they help, helped us make sense of our world and make sense of our emotions. So what happens? If we grew up in an emotionally unattuned, I hope that's a good word, word <laughs> a good word choice. If we grew up in a, in a house that emotional attunement 
was not a thing. You, If we had big emotions and we were sent to our room or we were shamed for having big emotions, if you are not going to cry over something, I'm going to give you a reason to cry. Or maybe we were told, boys, don't cry, stop crying, or you're overreacting. All those things, or we were punished by having big emotions, all those things are signals that told us growing up, relational, re- relational exchange is not safe because the, the people who are supposed to contain me emotionally are not doing so. They're either dismissing me, they're blaming me, they're sending me away. They are removing their love and affection when I need it the most. And children, when children behave in the most unlovable ways, that's when they need the most connection and love and understanding. Because that's when they have the the biggest of their emotions. So that creates what attachment science calls insecure attachment. And this carries on until we're adults. It carries on onto our relationship, our adult relationships with our spouses, with our job environment, with our friends, and of course, of course, with our own children. If we are not aware of our own attachment style, our own default attachment pattern, then there is, it, it, we are condemned to pass it down to our kids. And that's the beginning work of our coaching, our coaching process in HIC parenting education. We help parents in order for them to be able to provide secure attachment to their kids so their kids feel safe, seen, soothed, emotionally contained. Before that, we help parents develop and earn secure attachment with themselves. Because that's the only way that they can be the strong foundation for their children. And TikToks and Reels and Instagram posts, those provide awareness. And even this podcast, you provide it provides you with awareness, yet is not the intervention that we need, the professional intervention that we need to fully understand the impact that our secure or insecure attachment pattern from childhood is having in our parenting and how to change it. So that's how attachment science backs up gentle parenting. Gentle parents, gentle parents provide secure attachment to themselves and to their children. We don't fear our children's big emotions. We embrace our children's big emotions. We don't dismiss our children's big emotions. We welcome our children's big emotions. We don't punish our children's big emotions. We help our children cope through their big emotions. We don't tell our children that they should do something that they're not able to give us. We model it for them and we are attuned with our own selves. We are attuned with our own emotional needs and patterns. And we are able from awareness, tools, and understanding 
how to provide a secure attachment to ourselves so our children don't have to develop the insecure attachment that we developed in childhood. So that's how attachment science supports gentle parenting. Okay, so let's move on to brain science. So brain science is understanding our children's brain development. And how I said in the beginning, we don't have to be child development professionals to raise children. However, a clear and general understanding of where our children are at developmentally helps us. Helps us, number one, have realistic expectations about them. And number two, going down to their level and communicating to them, with them at their level. And that's one thing that traditional parenting doesn't have. Traditional parenting expects children to behave like adults, expects adult expectations while providing little level of respect for the child. Gentle parenting, parenting with understanding, which is what we teach here in HIC Parenting Education, we give our children adult kind of respect. We treat our children the way that we would respect other adults, yet we keep our expectations age appropriate. And for that, it's important to understand where our children are at developmentally. So let's, let's think about that a little bit. A lot of our clients that come to HIC Parenting Education, one of their main concerns is their children's aggression. And I'm saying little children, two-year-olds, children under seven. And then it, it doesn't matter how many times I tell them, to not hit their sister, they keep like they keep using their body. And then they start learning about brain development. And then they learn that the prefrontal cortex, which is the area of the brain in charge of impulse control, making the decisions calmly, using their words to express needs and feelings instead of their body when they're upset, starts developing around seven years old, if the child is growing up with a secure attachment. If the child is not growing up with secure attachment, it might take a little longer. So it's understandable developmentally that a five-year-old will, will use her body to communicate a boundary when she sees the two-year-old sister getting her toys. It's completely understandable. So it isn't when we are gentle parents, when we provide parenting with understanding, it isn't about, okay, I understand my child's development and that means I'm just going to let them push sister down and do whatever because that's developmentally appropriate. It's not about that. It's about us, number one, helping our children from a place of calm and not reaction and anxiety. Oh, if I don't nip this in the bud right away, then she's going to be the school bully. We spiral in cat catastrophize, we catastrophize when we don't understand that this is part of development. So it helps us be more relaxed to help our kids. And number two, it helps us understand how to approach it. 
So sending a child to the room to think about what they did when they're three years old because they pushed baby sister down, that's not how they're going to develop that area of the brain that they need to learn to, to communicate their needs and feelings without using aggression. Children learn skills when they see skills being modeled to them. So in our 14-week program, our parents come and we're like, okay, so your child is seven years old. This is where he's at. These are the expectations. And then based on those expectations, they start working on skills. So they learn how to not use their body so many times. So they learn better ways of communicating with baby sister and with you, the parent, when they need to set a boundary over toys, for example. But that's the foundation, understanding whether our children are at developmentally, otherwise we can't. We can't wrap, like we can't get out of that anxiety and that rushed energy of I need to stop this right away or else my child is going to turn out to be this kind of child. With older children, it's the same thing. It is the same thing. And even more, because a lot of us parents somehow have more grace and understanding. When we see that we have toddlers, little kids, I understand that they don't understand. They can barely say hello and thank you because they don't have many words. They're still on diapers. I get it why they may, may act in certain ways. But wait a second, my child is already nine years old. He should, know, he should know better. He should know better because I've told him about this multiple times and he's still not doing A, B, or C. So when we have older children, that's when magically, I don't, I, I don't know, or maybe I do know, for our lack of understanding, and I say it because I experienced this before I knew brain development, I had so many unrealistic expectations about my twins and teens in foster care just because I didn't know their brain development stage. So children nine years old and older, their prefrontal cortex is still very immature. It's developing. It started to develop. It's not mature. They still don't have those self-regulation skills fully attuned to always respond to you calmly when you give them feedback about something. They're going to talk back. They will, they will talk back. They will slam the door. When they're upset, when they're stressed, they don't have the enough brain development to back them up. So that's when we come with our adult expectations that older children should know better. Older children should know how to respect their elders. And there are ego comes in play to say, mm, I need to make them respect me. Yes or yes. And yes, I understand that teaching respect to our children is very important. It's very important that you model respect and then you set boundaries as well on how you expect them to treat you. It's not about you not teaching them respect. It's about how you see their behavior. If you see it as, 
I don't know why I'm doing some, I'm doing something wrong for sure. This is not working. I, I need to be more stern that, or what's wrong with me as a parent. They're still talking back. When we know where our tweens and teens are developmentally, we are like, oh, back talk. Okay, here we go. It's developmentally appropriate. It's not a reflection on my worth as a parent or because I'm doing a bad job as a parent. That's where they're at. Okay, I'm going to meet them where they are and then I'm going to teach them respect. So that's how brain science correlates with gentle parenting. Let's go to nervous system science. So nervous system science talks about the polyvagal theory. The polyvagal theory is that we have a, a nervous system and then we have two sides of our nervous, nervous system. We have the sympathetic nervous system, which is an activation mode level of our nervous system. So when we are triggered, our fight, our flight, our mobilization energy, that's our sympathetic nervous system. And then our parasympathetic nervous system is our rest and digest nervous system. So what does nervous system science say about us parents and about our children? When we are in our fight or flight, it's hardly impossible for us to communicate effectively, calmly, and assertively to, with our children. When our children are in their fight or flight, it's nearly impossible that they're going to learn anything we tell them because their learning centers are off. Their amygdala is on and their amygdala does not learn. It's not in charge of learning. It's in charge of surviving. It's in charge of their of their stress response, okay? So why is gentle parenting correlated to, to uh, this kind of science, to nervous system science? Because as gentle parents, parents who practice parenting with understanding, we know that if we are triggered, we need to calm ourselves down first. And if our children are triggered, we need to calm them down first before moving into teaching. Traditional parenting doesn't care. The child could be having a tantrum or yelling or screaming. You need to listen to me. I'm going to spank you. And then it's very fear control based. Gentle parenting, parenting with understanding is connection based because we know according to science, we know according to science that when we are calm and our children are calm, we are able to relate and communicate and communicate assertively and our children are able to learn. With our clients, we do that all the time. They come with a default reaction, with a default way of their nervous system of engaging in times of stress. So some parents come with uh, their fight response on all the time. So those are the ones that feel that they're walking on eggshells, waiting for something to happen. They hear siblings squabbles and they react right away and they try to fix it right away. Uh, or they're warriors, everything is a struggle. So that's, those are the parents that live in their fight response, in their sympathetic nervous system. 
And there are some other parents that, that live in their flight response. They want to fix their children. They want to fix, fix, fix to get out of those uncomfortable emotions. So with the help of your parenting coach in HIC, what one thing, very important thing that we do is that we help you. We help you with the process of getting comfortable with feeling your feelings and sitting through your children's feelings. And for a lot of parents, that's a stretch. And we tell you, walk you step by step for you to get to the point of, I'm able to see through my child's big emotions and feelings, and I'm still leveled. I'm still grounded. I, it's not about, because a lot of parents come with, I stay calm, I respond calmly, yet inside their nervous system, they're triggered. They're anxious. They cannot wait for the children to start to, to stop crying. So it's not about what we say to our children, about the demeanor or the, the body language that we're expressing. It's about us truly feeling calm inside. And there is a way to get to that point. We've seen it hundreds of times with our clients in HIC. So that's how nervous system science, brain science, an attachment science backs up the work that we do here in HIC Parenting Education. That's how science backs up parenting with understanding. Again, if you are ready to work directly with an HIC Parenting Coach, just go to apply.hicparenting.com or open the description of this podcast episode if you're watching on YouTube Open the description of the YouTube video if you're watching on TikTok or on Instagram. Go to the link in our bio, and then you will see a place, a link there to apply for our 14-week group coaching program to work directly with your coach. One thing that I want to ask you: if you are able to respond to comment because you're watching on YouTube, how is how is your relationship with yourself and gentle parenting. Meaning, are you still convincing yourself about this? Or you're saying, yes, I'm all in. I'm just, I'm just struggling to apply it. Let me know which one of those two is for you or you relate, which one of the, those two you relate the most. And I want to remind you that if you are listening to our podcast, please leave a review because that helps us get to more parents. That helps us get this message that you can absolutely parent your children effectively without punishment to more parents. So leave us a review. If you have not followed us in social media, you can follow us at High Impact Club. If you are an HIC parenting client, then I encourage you to, to join. Our private Facebook group is called HIC Cycle Breaker, private Facebook group. You can find it in the description of this podcast episode. And remember that it only takes understanding to break your cycle. 